0: Today, I'd love to share a moment of music with you by one of my very favorite composers, Johannes Brahms. Brahms was writing at the end of the 19th century, but he worshipped the music of the past, and in particular, the music of Beethoven, the music of Mozart, and the music of Bach. And as we listen together to a couple of examples of Brahms's music, you can see where these influences show up. Now, Beethoven in particular was Brahms' main man, And in particular, that aspect of Beethoven's music that Brahms was so crazy about was the way Beethoven could just take one little tiny idea called a motive and make a whole piece out of it, this motivic unity. Well, let's listen to a little Brahms and see if he can do that too. Well, very dramatic, very romantic, very 19th century. But the first couple of notes, those first two notes, that's his motive. And it repeats. And then it goes upside down. And so on. So at first, we just listen to the music for its sweep and its grandeur. But then as we take a good long look at it, we realize, wow, it's put together in a very deliberate, very almost classical way. A little bit later, another melody comes in, and even that melody doesn't sound like the first, but it's made out of those same half steps. And it turns into... I think you see what I mean. So these tiny little kernels can generate all sorts of ideas, and he gets that from Beethoven's playbook. That's Brahms kind of acknowledging the past. A little bit later in his life, he wrote a piece called The Intermezzo in A. Sounds like this. Same idea there with this motive. Repeating over and over. Showing up in the left hand in the right hand all over the place. Now listen for a moment to this melody. you'd know that's romantic music right away. It's a beautiful melody filled with nostalgia and longing, with a lovely accompaniment in the left hand. But take another look and listen to that left hand. Oh my gosh, look. That's the melody we just heard. But just a beat later. So there's Brahms doing something kind of sneaky. He's throwing in a kind of canon Or round, just like Bach might have done. You have counterpoint, but it's hidden. So uh, that's the thing about Brahms. (laughs) There's much more than meets the eye. I suppose one could say there's much more than what meets the ear. You hear it, it's beautiful. Then you can look at it a little deeper and you realize, oh man, there's a lot going on under the surface. Like so many of the greats, it appeals to the mind as well as to the heart and gets you on all cylinders. So it's really a music of, of transcendent beauty as well as transcendent craftsmanship. Johannes Brahms. Oh,